1: Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production, with your hosts Meandering Mark, Bovine Bob, and Woozy Wade. This week, the mercurial manly mob managed manifestly mercenary moves on your behalf. Yes, it's time for We Die on Your Hills. Please prepare thy gripes and enjoy the show. Oh, I just closed the tab
2: and the slime is up. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I really punched you right in the face. Oh. oh, you okay? It was the one where it was like climbing through the intestinal tract model thing. Oh, right. Just, oh, <laughs> I love that part. Wow, that makes me actually throw up in real life a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. I like when it rolls over the brain and picks up a magnet. We'll leave this in. Please, please don't. <laughs> Cold open, cold
1: open!
2: Live from New York! Is that it?
1: For those of you who don't know, Bob is currently looking at this video of these magnetic slime things that can uh,
0: apparently go inside your body and retrieve. Objects. (laughs)
2: It looks kind of like a really moist turd came to life.
0: Yeah. New scientist was the Twitter post if you guys want to find it for yourselves.
1: Yeah. uh, So since we're an audio based platform, Wade, please describe in excruciating detail what this video entails.
0: Okay. So imagine if flubber was kind of charcoal colored and moved around like a flexible turd and could be cut apart and move itself back together again and kind of crawled, folded over itself and absorbed weird objects from around and then pulled them along with it. It could flatten like a turd pancake, uh-huh. and it could yeah. stretch and squeeze
2: and pull and fit into all the nooks and crannies. Also, I just want to say, Wade, this is unrelated. You said there's a, there's a part where it's in a brain. That's definitely a stomach. Was it a stomach? I don't know. I don't. She said it was in a brain. Yeah, it's not a brain. It's a stomach. I watched it a while ago,
0: man. Give me a break.
1: Uh, Okay, I'm looking at the video now. It does, I could get the brain idea because it's turned a different way that you wouldn't expect the stomach to be turned, but Yeah,
0: I thought it was kind of ripply like the outside of a brain or something.
2: I think the main way that I would describe this is that it moves on its own and the sound that I'm pretty sure it's making is constantly oh yeah the audio and what do you think uh,
0: smells like
1: and with that welcome to distractable a podcast where we all lose a few iq points every time we tune in my name is markiplier i am your host for this week's episode the host with the most and i'm joined this week by bob and wade how are you guys doing
2: hello i'm better now that i'm not watching that video on on loop yeah i'm really
1: hungry
0: after watching this video on loop
2: yeah
1: me too oh, yeah. me too
0: <laughs>
2: i'm good <laughs> all
1: right all right well we'll leave that in the cold open because we got a hot fresh episode for you this week but before we get into it small talk anything new happening in your guys's lives
2: dude i had a thing i'm in one of those phases where i don't know if anyone else relates to this i suddenly i was like man i haven't seen a doctor in ooh a while. Uh-huh. So I was like all the doctors, all the appointments, right? All this stuff I've been putting off. I did a sleep study because I'm my dad had sleep apnea and I'm pretty sure I have it. And I did this thing and the doctor called me and was like, "Oh, you need to make an appointment." Uh, to talk. And I was like, well, do I have, like, what are the results? And they're like, oh, oh, we can't tell you. We can't tell you. But I'm like, well, just, can you just say yes? Like, yes or no? Like whatever. And they're like, no, no, no. you The doctor has to tell you. The doctor, you have to make an appointment. the doc." And my appointment is in like three weeks because everything's busy. So I did that. And I was really frustrated because I was like, I just want to know, like, I understand they can't do anything yet, but I just want to know the answer, you know? And I do all this. I make the appointment. It's in three weeks. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to wait to find out. Damn it. They sent me an email like later last night after I made the appointment. And the email is like, here's some uh, like documents. You should uh, fill these out or review them before you meet with your doctor. And I was like, ah, cool, paperwork. And I click it, and the list of document titles is Learning to Live with a CPAP Machine. What a CPAP <laughs> machine does to treat sleep apnea. Coming to grips with having sleep apnea. And I was like, uh-oh. God, I hope the, good <laughs> the news is good from the doctor.
1: Wade, <laughs> uh, wait, how's your small talk?
2: Uh... I'm a year
0: older now. Congratulations. Happy I guess birthday then. to you. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you. I mean, yeah, it was. Hey, it doesn't matter, buddy.
1: I got you something for your birthday. Oh, yeah. One point.
2: Oh, I didn't even hear it. He said one point.
0: Oh, I'll t- yeah, it's, I, I'm sorry. I was my ear. I'm so old. It's hard to hear now. The crust build up and the slime in my ears. Oh, interesting.
1: Well, uh, you you. didn't really... Okay, that's what I was hoping for. Just some cherishing of the precious gift that I just gave to you. Thank you. There you go. Less cherishing, please. Oh, thanks. Okay, more... (laughs) (laughs) Split the difference! Thanks, man. Hey, there we go. You're welcome. All right, so today's topic is something that people at home have been looking forward to, for those of you who have been listening. And yes... We are keeping track of who listens the hardest, Uh and it's a pretty tight race between the top 10. So if you want to win and surge to the finish, you got to listen harder than ever before. So really put some effort in those ears. But today's topic is straight from our community, the distractible subreddit. If you guys remember a few episodes back... I know that's tough to remember what well, we've done in the past, Bob, but if you remember uh, oh, we just an episode called me. The
0: Hills <laughs> Hills to Die On. Oh yeah, yeah, that one that one felt real good at the time. <laughs> right. Don't worry, so... Mark. If
2: we've done this one, I'll let you know right away.
0: <laughs> so in this last
1: episode, we said at the end of it that we would like to hear your hills to die on, basically your possibly, probably unpopular opinions that you are willing to defend. And you would post this on the subreddit, and thankfully people did follow the rules, the ones that they disagreed with, were indeed upvoted. And there were actually 10,000 comments on this one particular post, all regarding hills that we individually would die on. So what I'm gonna do is I am going to present this. Please do not go to the subreddit You 2
2: Okay. I'm not definitely not already there looking at it. (laughs) I was a click away. (laughs) You say you stopped me. You saved me for myself. All right. Avoiding the subreddit.
1: Yeah, because I'm going to present these to you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of an open-ended thing. You can be for it. You can be against it. If you're both against it, like I want to hear who argues the most against it, who argues for it. If you kind of could see how they are getting to that opinion, why they would die on that hill if you are, like, impressed by their ability to die on such an odd hill. And I will award points based not entirely on my whimsy, but mostly on my whimsy, but mostly on your arguments for or against that particular opinion. Sound fair? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. All right, so there's no need for you guys to title this. I will read them and you take it from there. The first is the most upvoted hill to die on that the entire subreddit has upvoted. Quote, it's weird to sleep without socks on.
2: It's weird Wait, to sleep with no socks
1: on. It's weird to sleep with no
0: socks. No, 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 no title (laughs) wrong. It's weird to sleep with socks on. What uh, do kind of, no. you put gloves on your hand before you go to bed too? No.
1: Yeah. So I have, I've have like personal experience with this because Amy will sleep with socks on. And I find that very strange. And it's like, there's a graveyard of socks at the, bottom of the bed Molly's because the in the same
0: m- way she'll go to bed with socks halfway through the night she'll kick them off I know. And then, like i'm rolling around nice and comfy and my foot finds a weird lump and it's like what is that and i pull it up <laughs> with my toes and i look and it's a dirty old sock
1: yeah wow every time we do laundry uh which is pretty regularly i'll just
0: like lift off the sheets and just an avalanche of socks
1: will come pouring out of the bottom of the
0: bed <laughs> yeah you go to lift the sheet up at night you're like oh i want some more sheet and you realize oh <laughs> All you're pulling up are socks.
2: (laughs) Okay. Thing number one on my list here. Uh, Mark wanting a round of applause for doing laundry pretty regularly no
1: no i'm saying like i'm mark. saying no that's not what that was in relation it was like you in the context so of proud
2: of yourself no
1: no i'm saying pretty regularly as <laughs> in yeah, there shouldn't be that much of a collection in
2: between uh-huh. each time that's Oh, yeah, i'm okay. saying yeah well, i do laundry a lot too mark and as yeah. a laundry doer <laughs> i can tell you Thing number two, I think there are some foundational questions here that we're ignoring that are important. Uh I sleep with or without socks, and it depends on a couple factors. Are you all under the cover sleepers or no cover sleepers? Who's a no cover sleeper? What kind what? Hold on, that's another hill. Wait, yeah. Whoa, whoa. I hate covers. No! What? My sleeping position is nothing on top of me, laying on top of just the sheet on top of the bed. No comforter, no top sheet, nothing pillow under my head pillow that I can hug because I'm kind of a side sleeper so I like to hug it it supports my shoulders keeps me from getting like a sore I get that, I get that. sore yeah. shoulder back situation but I'm hot I'm a hot person I'm hot right now I'm sitting in a room with a fan blowing a ceiling fan blowing and there was air conditioning on until we started recording because it's kind of loud it's not a hot room it's probably like 70 like nice perfect 70 71 degrees in here like probably cold for some people I'm hot I'm a hot person I don't need anything in my life that makes me hotter I don't need hot food I don't drink hot drinks. I don't need heated blanket. I don't even know what a heater is in a car. I know that my car can make hot air. I don't know why anyone would want that. I don't need covers, but you know, the only part of me that ever gets cold and is like, man, I wish we had covers, it's my feet. My feet get cold. Wow. So I will sleep, no covers, perf- still hot. Like even if I'm just laying in bed and if it's, if it's like a warm night, I'll still be kind of warm, but my feet won't get cold. So I will sleep in comfortable, like, fluffy nighttime socks because I want warm feet and cold everywhere else. That's how I need to live. There's no way I'm the only person who has this situation, who runs hot and needs to cool off, but has cold feet. There's just 0% chance that I'm the only person.
1: I find that so fascinating because I can't sleep with no covers. I can't
2: either. Even if it's the hottest summer day, I have to
1: have at least like
0: the thinnest
1: sheet on me. You know what I mean?
0: There has been one day in my cognizant lifespan where I have known what I'm doing, that I have slept without covers, and that's never we were on tour in detroit we were staying at a hotel and the hotel had no ac and i fell asleep on top of the comforter after like laying there sweating for like an hour and a half but that is the only time weird that holiday inn in downtown detroit michigan i remember that place <laughs> oh you i can it? remember that <laughs> the only time my entire life i have slept without being under the covers like willingly I mean, you know if i pass it on the couch or something or in a chair like that's different but like sure sure going to bed i have got to be under sheets and uh, a sheet and the comforter and the only time time i'll wear socks as if i'm like sick or like the heat's out or like you know it's particularly just freezing but like no it's no socks shorts t-shirt and sheet comforter and like i'm the type the sheet not only has to be on me it has to be like pulled up like to my neck i want my arms under it and my hand is under the pillow like i am I, i'm not a cold person like i feel like i produce a, din- a good amount of heat but when it comes time to sleep it's bundle up and pass out
1: yeah I, that's so weird kind of the same way i'd rather have an extremely cold room yeah. that i can bundle bundle up under, Same. Uh, that's my ideal sleeping situation. Um, I've also discovered on planes, the way I sleep the best is if I have a blanket over my legs, doesn't matter if I have sweatpants on if I tuck my legs in, and if I have a hoodie, I'll tuck my arms in the sleeves and uh, cross my arms like if I cross my arms, like with my arms in my sleeves, just on my chest, doesn't work but if I tuck in and feel like I'm in a cocoon I sleep real good.
2: You know what though that's legit. I will say the one and only, eh, maybe two or three situations it, it depends, the only situation where I will use a comforter or a covers of any sort is what you're saying, Mark, on an airplane. I don't know what it is about airplanes. Hmm. The airplane blanket, that's like just the shittiest blanket that's ever existed. It's yeah. barely a blanket. It's barely as paper. Like it's <laughs> it falls apart if you... Pull it too hard when you're unfolding it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A blanket on an airplane feels nice. I think it's because it's very dry, crisp air. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. There's something different about that. And if I'm traveling and I'm in a hotel and I'm alone, then and only then do I sleep under the comforter. I don't know if it's like a comfort thing, like it's weird that I'm alone, I have no idea. Maybe it's because if I'm traveling in a hotel alone, it means that I got to my hotel room, I set the the thermostat on like 60 degrees, and then I left it there because no other human's coming into that room with me. Uh-huh. And by the time I get to bed, my room is actually cold enough where I'm like, oh, so comforter would be nice, you know? Yeah. It's cool enough in here. Wait, you sleep under the comforter, but on top of the sheet? No, like on top of the, the sheet that's on the fitted sheet, not
0: on top of the... What happens to the normal sheet, though, that goes between the bed and the comforter? Uh,
2: I'll use it i'll use it okay thank god thank People god. sleep on like oh. molly
0: does not always use the sheet oh that's weird and like i try to get under the sheet sometimes and she'll be like laying on it or it'll be like crumpled up between us and i can't quite get my like left shoulder under the sheet and i just have to like, yank the thing <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> and then like i wake her up and she's like grumpy it's like no i need the sheet and i will like i will wake her up just to move the sheet on top of her like a normal human being so i can sleep because i cannot sleep without the sheet being right how does she live with you what is this <laughs>
2: that sounds, that's <laughs> That,
0: whoa. <laughs> the monsters can grab me if I'm not under the blankets properly, guys. Yes, yes.
1: Okay, okay. All right. So, uh, for that one, I was uh, like, Wade, you came out of the gate strong, I will admit. But for Bob, for bringing an entirely new hill to die on and expanding that, I give you the point for that one. Woohoo. All right. So, next cartoons for adults should not. Exist. You're supposed to grow out of cartoons when you're like 11. Imagining a 40 year old laughing at a cartoon is just creepy. Boo! <laughs> this
2: person has no soul! uh whoa. <laughs> Expand more. I didn't know until just this moment, but basically, in a more general context, the opposite of this is a hill that I would die on happily. Yeah. People can like whatever the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you want to watch Bluey, if you're an adult person and you want to watch Bluey, which is I think a kid's, I don't know if that's the name of it. It's a cartoon about a dog named Bluey and his friends and family or whatever. I've seen like one episode of it. I don't have a kid, but I have friends who have kids and I've seen, if you're an adult and you want to watch that, good. You want to watch really nerdy videos about some niche thing that you're into on the internet, good you want to watch cartoons that are made for adults good this person thinks that uh, this person sounds like they can't enjoy anything this is the same person who is like you should only get one scoop of ice cream okay it's a treat it's not a meal (laughs) grow up and no toppings ice cream already has stuff in it if you wanted things in your ice cream you should have got ice cream that came with stuff mixed into it don't put sprinkles on in what is this who do you think you are but this person can't enjoy anything.
0: Yeah. I love the visual of someone that's like 39 years old sitting in their chair with SpongeBob on the TV counting down like midnight. And then at midnight, they turn off the TV and just start weeping because they're
2: no longer allowed to watch cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) Telling anyone that they should or should not like anything, as long as it's like safe and legal and not something that's harming people or like, you know, horrific messages or encouraging. As long as it's something that's generally fine and there's no serious problem with enjoying it. You know what? It's none of your fucking business, is it?
1: Yeah. I also love the specificity because in the first thing they said was cartoons for adults should not exist. Yeah. So it's like what they don't understand is animation is just an art. what nothing go ahead
2: continue (laughs) oh you took cartoons for adults in a different (laughs) direction no that's adult cartoons that's not cartoons for adults wait important distinction
1: yeah but there are like cartoons that are specifically uh intended for a older audience than 11 uh what's the there's the one it's the hotel one um uh
2: distractible does that count?
1: Yeah, no. everyone listened. It's distractible. No, uh, hotel. What? It, it's something hotel. Heartbreak it's, hotel. Is that it? No.
2: Motel six. Hotel. It starts
1: with an. No, it starts with an H. God, what? It's it's a hotel does start with an H. Uh, angry hotel. Uh, hotel. I know what you're trying to talk cartoon. about. Cartoon. Uh, hold on, hold on. Hotel California. No. Uh, f- for adults, uh, has been hotel. That was it. Oh, okay. Has been hotel. It is a, you could call it a cartoon. I'd say it's just an animated show, which is what these things are. And it's just drawing, but they talk about sex all the time. They curse all the time throughout the show. It's clearly a show that is intended for adults. It just happens to be animated, right? Oh yeah. Uh, So the the concept of like cartoons for adults shouldn't exist is silly, but also that you're supposed to grow out of cartoons is silly because Amy and I, we watch episodes of SpongeBob like a few weeks ago. We were going through some old episodes
0: because they're funny. Is there a difference between an animated show and a cartoon? Like is a cartoon something specific? No, I don't think there's really much of a difference. I don't know either. I don't know where
1: the term cartoon really comes from. Cartoon word origin.
0: Uh, I think this is probably the opinion of someone who, like younger you know because whenever we were younger like you know adults doing things seemed like very cringy and stuff and that's kind of like the mm-hmm. like I get that like feeling yeah but I think as we all get older we kind of realize that sure we get more experiences and like you know life changes a little bit whatever but ultimately like I don't f- feel like my personality like, i don't feel like a very different person at 33 than i did at 15 minus just evolving from life's experiences having experienced more i still enjoy a lot of the same stuff now granted if i was like i don't know uh, a young bachelor like out of the club with friends and like this like cute girl walked up and wanted to dance and i like checked my watch i'm like oh sorry new rugrats is coming out and i left the club immediately to go home to watch like that'd be a little weird but that doesn't mean i couldn't enjoy it like as a normal human being if it like affected my life in some kind of weird addictive way maybe but just enjoying a cartoon Mm. at any age like what's wrong with
1: that i don't think there's anything wrong with that and there was there was actually something about uh in the oscars uh recently it was overshadowed by the slap which i really am so tired of everyone making news articles about it wait the what there was a
2: Something happened at the Oscar?
1: Yeah, something happened. I don't even remember what it was. But also, there was a comment that was made by someone else, or or a few people actually, that was talking about how animations are mostly for kids. Or maybe they even said that animations are for kids, or film animation is for kids. And it's like, it's not just for kids. The idea that, let's look at The Incredibles, right? The Incredibles, Pixar. Traditionally, like, they're supposed to be family movies. But what The Incredibles is, is a story about two parents trying to deal with, like, Ray kids in an unordinary situation and two kids trying to grow up and find who they are like it's for everybody it's kind of the definition of a family film because everyone in the family can enjoy it and relate to characters it doesn't mean it's for children you know what I mean like I love the Incredibles
0: even like older Disney movies like Great Mouse Detective has like drinking and smoking and like dealing with different like really good cartoons and shows are layered where they've got the base humor that like everyone can laugh at and enjoy and like kids understand and there's usually like a few joke sprinkled in that like you know link up with teenagers like you said parents adults and it's kind of like everyone can enjoy different aspects like oh god I relate to that part of it like they always sprinkle in little bits of like the good ones they sprinkle in little bits for everybody mm-hmm.
2: yeah well that's the thing about this is it's a form of storytelling right there are certainly animations that are cash-ins on kids like bright flashy things and it's there's minimal content there's they're not discussing complex things or issues or the jokes are very dumbed down and not very interesting if you're beyond a certain age but there are movies that are live action that are that exact same shit it's not the medium that dictates whether something is interesting for adults or boring for adults it's what the storytellers who are using that medium choose to do there are a lot of great films that like brought me to tears to discuss issues that are pertinent like uh that one that came out in 2020 soul
1: i have not seen soul i want to
2: it was like targeted at me Like that was a very heavy and serious animated movie to dismiss something because of the medium is to be like, oh, well, well, uh, you know, I think, I think marble sculpting is a very legitimate form of art, but oil painting is for children. (laughs) It doesn't make any fucking sense. Either it is good art or it is not good art for its own purposes and reasons and whatever. The medium is literally just the person who made it being like, oh, you know what? I like animation. I like that it's, we can do surreal things. I like that we can do stuff that doesn't make any sense and is physically impossible and would look really fucking stupid in live action, but we can tell the story my way because I see it this way and I'm using this medium. To eliminate something because of the medium is as asinine as making a statement like, oh, well, watercolor's not art. No, you know, that's, that's just not true. And anyone should be able to enjoy an animated movie
0: Do you think we're more informed as we got older, that's why we feel this way? Or do you think it's because we're older, we're like trying to justify watching cartoons and if we were like 15 we would agree?
2: Absolutely not, for me. It makes me so mad whenever anyone is like, you can't like that you're a girl or you're old one it's none of your fucking business what i do and do not like and two why why would you do that why would you limit anything if a person enjoys something and it gives them joy in life and it inspires them or or whatever something positive for them why would you want to limit that why would you take that away that's an excellent it's none point, of your business Bob.
1: that's an excellent point and for the strong that, opening oh you got more?
2: That just makes me like deeply angry in a lot of contexts beyond this. But this is one of those where if you're just going to say adults can't watch cartoons or cartoons for adults shouldn't exist, no, that's wrong. And that's a really stupid take. Let people enjoy shit. Goddamn. Hmm
1: good point good point point. and for the strong opening and a good succinct finish wade not that you didn't say anything that was also pertinent but strong opening strong fish i'll give the point to Bob for that one all right starting off strong i all like right. this you got that birthday point you got that birthday point all right this next one should, your ass. should be interesting ketchup belongs in
0: chicken noodle soup what the actual fuck okay as someone who loves ketchup I still limit what ketchup goes on. I like my burgers with just cheese and like bacon maybe. I don't want ketchup on my burger if I like ketchup and condiments. One, I don't like the flavor as much on there, but two, it makes the buns all soggy and stuff. I like ketchup with fish though. I like ketchup with chicken, chicken tenders, so on and so forth. Why the hell would you put it in your soup? What happened to make you even
2: think to try that? I mean, so look, food is complicated. People put food in categories and and create rules. What is ketchup? Ketchup is basically... (laughs) I have a point. We're getting very existential. Ketchup is fundamentally some tomatoes pureed with like vinegar. It's acidic. And a lot of sugar. Tomatoes are acidic. Vinegar is acidic. And then it has sugar to balance it out. It's very sweet, the processed stuff. But like, it's essentially tomato flavor and vinegar flavor. Both of these as flavors, I can see why you might want that in your soup. Maybe you want a little acidity. Maybe you want to brighten it up. Maybe it's like a really fatty chicken stock you're using or I don't who knows. Mm-hmm. Just eat some spaghetti. To use ketchup is not a thing I would do, mm-hmm. but to eat something and be like, hmm, you know what? That needs like vinegar or something. That needs like, it it needs something, right? Sure, if you have ketchup and you don't have any like vinegar in your cabinet or you don't have any tomato paste or whatever and you're making soup and you're like, this needs needs something. Sure. I'm hoping they don't put in like a whole bottle of ketchup. I guess, but like, just get a different type of soup. It's, I, like, you, you're adjusting the flavors. It's like
0: adding chicken to your SpaghettiOs, I guess. It's the same What's idea. What's wrong with that? I, nothing, I suppose. But it's just like, there's just a different type of soup you can
2: get for that. I'm sorry, wait. Are you telling people they can't enjoy soup the way they want it? Because <laughs> that makes me angry. Yeah, I think I am. Just get the right kind of soup. I'm going to connect everything back to that strong point that I made. <laughs> I might be doing this just to
0: upset you, but I might also agree. It's hard to say. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I actually agree with Bob here. And the reason why is because at first when I read that, I was like, oh, that can't be right. But then I thought when my dad used to make this kind of like bean soup. Right? Mm. It was like, uh, I forget Seven what type bean of beans. bean soup or something? No, just one bean. He cooked oh, it shit. for a long time overnight. Uh, beans, you know, maybe some ham or something like that. And uh, maybe rice or like some noodles or something like that. And I remember, it, we didn't just eat that straight. We dumped a Boatload of ketchup into it. It was like the whole bottle. You would just swirl the ketchup on top of it nice. Until you get like a nice unison a spiral in there and then you'd mix it all up. I thought that was delicious I love that
0: when I was a kid Don't you put salt on like buttered bread though, too like you do. Hey, some you knew whoa, some whoa, whoa. Food thing.
2: Europeans do that Okay, do they?
0: Salted butter is so a SOA thing.
2: Yeah that's a thing. Yeah, okay.
1: Isn't the butter already salted typically? Yeah, but not a, I'm talking literally salt on butter is totally a thing.
2: I I, I that's not a hill I die on
1: cuz it's up to personal preference. But with ketchup, I when I was a kid again, ate white bread, bologna, pickles, ketchup. That was my sandwich.
0: Here's the thing though, the the the, the quote here, the hill to die on was not that like they like ketchup and soup it's that it belongs in it and and i think that's what makes it a hill and i can respect that i am fine with them doing it but that is not a hill that we should all live on i don't want to live i don't want to put ketchup in my but, soup no
1: it, it's not a hill that i would live on but i'm not gonna kill him on that
0: hill to make him die on you know, they could live on that hill but don't tell us we all belong on that hill
2: if somebody made you a homemade pot of chicken soup and put like like a quarter cup of ketchup in it. Like they made the soup, and they were like, mm, I'm, gonna fin- "I'm gonna finish this. Put a little salt, pepper, and like a you know bunch of a good amount of ketchup. Give it a little acidity." And they mixed it up. You wouldn't even know. You would not. You would never. I'm gonna make you chicken noodle soup someday. <laughs> I'm gonna be very suspicious anytime you offer me food. And I'm gonna feed it to you. And when you're done, I'm gonna be like, okay, ketchup or no ketchup. And you're gonna be like, I don't know, man. It tasted like good chicken soup. Yeah. And I'm be like, yeah, and I'm never gonna
0: tell you. I made you this fruit smoothie, drink it. My blood is in there.
2: But like, (laughs) it's not like it's like a whole
0: bottle of ketchup and the soup is ketchup thick. It might be just fine, but does not mean like that it belongs there? Like it has to be there. You
2: would never know. You would never know.
0: I am going to try it. This is the thing, like
1: this is something so like, I've never thought about it, but I'm willing to try it. I will go get yeah, some chicken soup today. But I
0: don't know if I would say, like even if I tried it and liked it, I don't know if I would
2: say it belongs there. It's- but what if it's incredible? Yeah, what if that's mm-hmm. exactly what chicken soup means? What if it's incredible? What if it makes it perfectly bright and delicious? I mean, I guess if I try
0: it and it changes my life in some fantastical way and like all of a sudden all of my brain opens up and I'm like 80 million times smarter and I lose 30 pounds instantly and my muscles start bulging. but man, oh my God, it belongs there but if it just tastes good it's like well it's good for me I guess but as someone who's always ridiculed for things that they like and don't like i don't know if i would ever go that far to say it belongs there
1: i appreciate that all right i'll close this one out and i i gotta apologize wade because i actually had the preconceived notion because i kind of agreed with this one i was going to give the point to the person who kind of agreed to it too before either of you started talking so i'm going to give bob
0: the point for that one
2: because
1: i I like the way
0: you're looking today bob that's fine opinions can't change over time i agree with that all right okay good hill good hill good hill good hill i'm not angry <laughs> all right
2: good point
0: all right so this one <laughs> i think i think
1: it really opens up the floor for an opportunity here the next one is quote i don't think bob is that funny end quote Ooh, i like this Ooh,
0: interesting
2: bob the floor is yours <laughs> No, listen, man, I don't know what happens. I don't know if it's the way that I talk or if it's the, the type of jokes that I tend towards or what. Mm. People give me, on the subreddit and, and in general, when we've like met fans and stuff, people give me a lot of credit. People refer to me as the nice one, which... <laughs> which, yeah. What? No, right? <laughs> Between the three of us, I am the one who is most likely to be secretly fucking with you behind your back. Yeah. Yeah, but you have like a friendly voice
0: people like do this while they're exercising they're driving (laughs) or they're masturbating or whatever like people listen to this when they're doing other activities they didn't really pay attention to the words we use so they would hear your voice like, oh, look
2: at that, listen to that nice man. Meanwhile, you're like, fucking rip their face off and shove it in a suitcase. Yeah. Like, "Oh, <laughs> I." The perfect example of this is I always think back to one of the early Drunk Minecraft ones we did where it was just like, uh, I forget. It was like, get the most iron you can or something, right? It was like an arbitrary Minecraft thing uh, that we were doing. I've never forgotten this episode. Go on. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. You, and you guys were like, oh, I'm digging. I'm gonna keep it secret where I found Uguan. And I was like, I'm not even gonna dig a hole. I'm just gonna wait until they put their iron in this chest that's not protected. <laughs> and then once they leave, I'm just gonna take all the iron, but leave a couple. Do you remember this, Mark? Oh, I remember. I, I had I won that by such a wide margin because I took all but like two iron from yeah. everything you all made. We got our
0: iron blocks out and I built mine like five <laughs> yeah, high. Yeah. Mark's came out like six yeah. high and Bob's was like two stacks of 40. <laughs>
2: It huge
1: it, it lives <laughs> in my brain Bob shouting oh! just like slamming block after block as he's climbing to the heavens and we just look up like
0: oh i remember proudly setting my last of like six blocks on top of each other and uh. then looking over is like oh man it's close
2: looking at mark and then bob just has a fucking iron wall i, I actually got so high i fist bumped god yeah i saw but that yeah in the same so like that's very representative of how i'm not the nice one mm. in the same way one of you will be saying something or, or will Be talking, and like Wade will drop just the most insane, like wordplay pun thing, or like Mark will say something, and what you said is the funny thing, and I'll jump in and be like, Yeah, and also, (laughs) and people are like, Oh my god, Bob is so fucking funny. I love his laughs. All I did was like say one extra thing on something that one of you said, probably, Mm. and then laugh a bunch, and everyone was like, Fuck, Bob is so funny, god. Mark and Wade never say anything funny. Like I don't know what happens. It's like I I'm like stealing your thunder or something, and everyone just gives me credit for all this stuff. I make jokes. I'm not saying I'm not funny, but I am definitely not like hmm. clearly the funniest one or by any means. I don't know what ha- I don't know what the deal is with this.
1: My opinions out there. I I've always thought you were the funniest person I've ever known, and I still would stand by that. Nice or not, the niceness equation is like an entirely different conversation. <laughs> but some people love that shit, and some people do. Uh, like it is true. Like, like, but I—the uh, yes ending is like part of improv. That's what makes like those joke work so well is when you build on them. You
0: know. So their their hill to die on was that Bob's not funny. Not, not that, that funny. funny. Yes. It was it was qualified. It wasn't even a full statement I remember there was a poll on the subreddit at one point about who everyone's favorite of us were mm-hmm. and i was in like last place on that poll but then there were like five people underneath the poll that were like no come on you guys are giving way enough credit wade's like the best one like so i think that everyone just has their own opinion on comedy and like if that's their hill like i guess that's what they think
1: but almost like comedy is subjective and depending no, on who's can't listening no no, no 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 no
2: a joke is a joke you can't subjectify this yeah. come on now.
1: either way the conclusion is uh none of us really care who anyone listening to this thinks is the funniest it's totally fine if you think one is funnier than the other one's not that funny that's totally fine so long as you enjoy the show as a whole we are here to have fun as uh as friends and give you the most entertaining show possible i will assign no points in this round because it doesn't matter it was just a fun thing to
0: discuss that's good because i didn't really talk much i, I like yeah that. i was gonna go to like 100 percent, but
1: you know <laughs> I, w- I already decided my pre-rule for that one was that i wasn't gonna assign points for that one i can if you want Wade, you want you want me to give Bob a point? Because you're right, he did deserve that one. Yeah,
0: you know what? Just despite the person that made it, give him a point for being the funniest. Yeah. All
1: yeah. right. I, according to Wade, Bob gets the uh, funniest of the episode award point. All right. I should give this out like a uh, Mario Party stars, like at the end of the <laughs> round. I should give like little like <laughs>
0: stupid random bullshit points. <laughs> Plus, I really want Bob to win this one because I'm really hoping we can do a repeat episode next week. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> guess who's the funniest <laughs> now? Oh, oh, yeah. no. I'll
1: give
2: you. a point for the zinger <laughs> Oh,
0: <Uh-oh, laughs> my burn, Bob
2: yeah. this is why everyone considers me to be the nice one mm-hmm. as I never mean like you are Wade oh I'm an asshole I'm the meanest of mean yeah 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 alright so the next
1: one this is a bold one it's got some qualifiers but they're all to the same point All
0: right.
1: quote Dogs are annoying. Ooh. Dogs bark so loud that I want to go deaf. They shit and pee everywhere. They bite toes or any part of your body. They can bite and it hurts. Dogs are so needy. They constantly want food. I can't believe a living creature constantly <laughs> was. I got to give it food and water like
0: two or three times a day. <laughs>
1: they want your attention 24 seven. They want to be loved. They have to poop. You know, you did kind of kidnap them and put them in your (laughs) if you ignore them they bark like there's no to borrow they want toys if you don't buy them toys they bite every fucking thing they can bite in your house and if a dog is a male they constantly want to mate if they don't have a mate they will hump you and lick you and it feels disgusting
0: I hope this person does not become a parent because they are in for a rude awakening and they think that dogs are tough yeah Yeah, got bad
1: news (laughs) what this so sounds like before I'll I'll open it up but I just want to inject in this it so sounds like this one person had a specific bad experience with one dog, because literally everything they described could potentially be bad behavior in a dog, absolutely but
0: also (laughs) yeah Uh, so to play devil's advocate to our points because i know Mm -hmm. we all disagree with this i think but we're all dog owners there are instances where like i'll take my dogs outside and someone else's dogs will bark and then my dogs start barking they want to take off and whatever like there there are instances where other people's dogs can be annoying or if you're having a particularly bad day then your dog misbehaves like poops in the house or something it's like oh god okay there are moments, but those are moments that are greatly outweighed by all of like the, the snuggles and the pets and the kisses, the excitement your dog has when it sees you. Mm-hmm. Or like, Ginger has this thing where she'll go stand by the food bag. like i'll have given her dinner and she's like mm, that was dinner but i want more and she'll just stand there and stare at me like you better <laughs> refill it which i don't do for her health but it's just like the funny little quirks they have sometimes that make them unique i don't know i i think all the good greatly outweighs the bad but just like with anything there are certainly moments where your dog can like get on your nerves or someone else's dog can get on your nerves or you have a headache and like you hear barking right in your ears or something or you're trying to sleep and your dog is jumping on your face like there's those moments but they're so rare comparatively to the good moments
2: yeah Yeah, I, this person sounds to me like their personality does not match with what dogs generally have to offer. Mm -hmm. The one that sticks out to me is saying, it's so annoying. They always want attention. They want, yeah, because they fucking worship you. Like the thing about dogs is if you're their owner, if you're their pack leader, you're their family. And they're like, ooh, I gotta stay with my, I gotta stay with my family. I gotta protect, and we're going this way. And like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish Lexi wouldn't be in my feet when I'm doing something. Like, I, I, I don't wanna kick her, it's annoying, sure. Because, like you said, Wade, it's a moment, right? Where it's like, ah, get out of here, Just shoo. But like, that's, I. some people like that. Like, it's nice to have something in your life that's simple, and loves you pretty unconditionally. And if they're in a bad mood, they'll love you if you give them a pepperoni. But if you don't want that, then like it's totally legitimate to, to not like dogs and not want that in your life. You don't have to like dogs. But I will also say, to just generally say that dogs are annoying because of all these behaviors, d- dogs give you what you teach them. Mm. My general experience, and maybe this is not universally true, but my general experience with dogs is they learn what you train them to do and you can train them to do a lot of shit You can train dogs to recognize Toys by name, use buttons To communicate with language, all kinds of Complex stuff. Not all dogs are capable of that But all dogs are capable of learning And being trained generally If a dog is shitty, they probably Weren't trained very well Like, And I'm not like a good dog trainer I, I am lax with Lexa all the time We do all kinds of naughty stuff, but we have The important stuff, we have her trained To where she comes if you call her Generally, if you use the mean voice, she definitely comes because she's like, oh shit. I can get her to kind of be quiet. I, she knows how to go to her cage. She knows a couple of tricks. like She's not a highly trained dog by any stretch of the imagination. But if your dog is an asshole who chews on things and they're not a puppy and they're still doing this, they're destroying things and shitting inside and doing all this stuff, it's on you. You were supposed to train them. Hmm. Puppies, if you start them and train them yourself, when they're adults, they give you what you taught them. They're idiots, but they're idiots who are capable of learning. So it sounds like maybe like you said, Mark, this person just had like a nightmare dog that either their parents or their whoever in their life didn't train or they didn't train. And then they were like, why aren't you potty trained? I bought you, I gotta feed you every
0: day. Like fuck. Sometimes it depends how you get a dog too though. Like if you get a, a rescue dog, that's not a puppy. If it's a little bit older, they can have like those quirks that are really hard to iron out too. True. So, I mean, oh, that absolutely. depends. True. Yeah, and
2: that yeah, like dogs can have problems. Dogs can have been abused. There's all kinds of situations that I'm not covering specifically. Yeah, but if you're getting a dog who is a specific case, like a rescue or or a troubled dog or whatever, that's also a thing you're committing to. Like you do, you have to ask that ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. I would never get a dog who, who was like violent or aggressive. I'm not in a position where I'm comfortable training and dealing with a dog with those issues. That's a dog you shouldn't have. But like, it sounds like this person just had a nightmare experience. Yeah. and someone didn't train a dog. very well Mm -hmm. or it had its own issues whatever I don't know what the case is.
1: Yeah, and, and it's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because you guys know Henry, right? You've met Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Henry is a rescue, has gone through a pretty traumatic past, was rescued, actually injured. Uh, but when we got him, he did not trust strangers. He especially did not trust men. He was like really quiet, shy. Now, after years of work, because it does take a lot of work, but with love and attention and training, he's way smarter than Chica. Look, no insult to Chica, but Chica isn't exactly the brightest bulb in the drawer. But he is like so incredibly smart. However, back to the point of the, what they were saying about dogs are annoying. I will actually concede that, except they aren't always. I say dogs can be annoying. Point in case I have a video with audio that I would like to play for you guys right now. It is very adorable. Don't get me wrong, right, This is very adorable. Listen to, listen to Henry. <laughs>
2: Adorable, right? He sounds excited or
1: stressed. Yeah, excited. Uh, we just picked him up and we're taking him home, right? Very cute. It sounded like he was laughing and he was smiling and wagging the whole time. So he's very happy. Now imagine that sound for 30 minutes straight. <laughs> that gets annoying. <laughs> that was incredibly annoying. And, and every like minute or so, he would sneeze all over the back of our heads and like shake and slobber all over us. Like all these elements are incredibly annoying. However, wouldn't trade it for the world love that dog yeah inside and out there's no part that i would ever change about henry like just a fantastic dog incredible lovely
0: my dog growing up uh bella she to be put down during our honeymoon sadly a few years back but she whenever we would get home we would have to bring her outside and pet her and like talk to her because she would always excited pee whenever she would see us for like the first time and while she was doing it she'd be like walking around like kind of squatting leaking out a little bit of urine and like (coughs) and it was sometimes like you know you were trying to come home with groceries or you're tired or you know this or that you're in a bad mood like oh god okay whatever come on come on but like looking back just the amount of devotion and love and excitement she had like I I miss that so much it's like one of the things about her i miss is just like how excited she always was to see us when we got home yeah and uh you know it, like i said there's it's annoying but also like whenever you reflect on why it's happening just how much that dog is devoted to you it like really is like man i Oh, uh, that amount of love and devotion is unparalleled. Like, I don't think people are capable of being that devoted like a dog is. That's just a whole nother level with them.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is not an equivalency I'm trying to make, but this is, I feel like some some people want to treat dogs like they're little stuffed animals. Like, ooh, fun to play with you and you're real cute. And then it's like, okay, leave me alone. But I would say it's more like, and not the same as to any extent, but it's more similar to like you're adopting a child when you adopt a dog. They're gonna have their own personality and quirks. They are not just some fun toy that you can put away when you're done with it. It's a living being. It's a life that you're responsible for. Humans are much more complicated and, and with all, all these issues you can cause as with parenting and, and what and whatever, dogs are simpler than human babies, but it's a life, like it's a living thing. They're gonna have days where they're in a bad mood. They're gonna have days where they're sick. They're There's there's all this stuff that living things do that, yeah, it's annoying. But you're basically assuming that, I guess, is my argument. Mm -hmm. And, And like, then maybe you're not a dog person. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But I just feel like calling dogs annoying is the same energy as being like, God, kids are so annoying, am I right? When I'm in public and there's a child near me, I'm like, oh, don't touch me. Why are you so loud? They're like, they're a kid, man. If you think they're doing this on purpose and they know that they're annoying, you don't understand how kids work. Kids are, you know, little idiots, capable of talking and screaming, all kinds of stuff, but they, it's not on purpose. And the parents are doing their best. <laughs> I just feel so bad for parents if with like a screaming kid and everyone is like not making eye contact and like, oh. Like you don't think the parent fucking knows that that's the worst sound in the world they hear it too (laughs) and they're about to take it home with them but you know don't have a dog then don't have kids you don't have to have them in your life
1: that's a good point now I this was close because both of you had great points Bob you were more about like the open-ended morality of dog ownership in general and life and philosophy like that Wade because you had a personal connection with this one I'm gonna give you the point All right. It's
0: like six points for me now, right?
1: Not that, Bob, you didn't talk about your dogs and stuff like that.
0: I think I deserve a point. Nope.
2: Wow.
1: Nope. All right. So uh, because this is, we're actually going a lot, uh, talking about these a lot longer than I thought, I'm actually going to initiate speed round for the next one. I'm going to limit the discussion to a minute. Okay. And you guys can fight for time as best you can. All right. Sound fair? A
2: minute total or a minute each? A minute total. All right. You got to earn that talking spot.
1: All right. No talking over each other. This is going to be like a political debate. You <laughs> just like go at it oh boy all right next up the blair witch project is the best horror movie in the movie history
0: oh false not even like top 10 probably i i watched it it was spooky but like it ended it was over with never wanted to rewatch it
2: eh. i've never seen it but i don't like shaky cam first person scary movies which my understanding is that's the format of blair witch seems stupid i had the best memes though the snotty nose cam i would put it out there uh, like
1: it was I believe it was the first found footage idea. It was groundbreaking in its marketing and the whole people going into it, not knowing whether it was real or not. Best horror movie, definitely, I wouldn't say, but I do think it's important to mention that.
2: I think uh, things like that, statements like that are always, I can almost never agree with them because unless it's a very narrow category, I would say, okay, well, what about The Shining? Because I think The Shining is a great movie on its own and it's terrifying, gives me nightmares every time I see it. (laughs) Uh the well best of anything is hard to say. I disagree. New It movie. All right, because Wade actually
1: saw the movie, I'll give him the points. Yeah, that's fair. Woop woop. All right, next one. The Minecraft music is terrible and I always mute it first before doing anything else and before I set the timer, I'm going to say this is one that I very strongly disagree with.
2: Go. I Saying that it's terrible is a lot. Saying that it's incredibly boring and not something I would choose to listen to unless I was playing that game and it was on, it's accurate. It's fine. As far as video game scores go, not super inspiring. It's not like Doom where I don't even like Doom the games because it's not my kind of game, but the soundtrack is fucking awesome. The Minecraft music, I, it, I don't even remember what it sounds like. Like I forgot it the moment it stopped playing. I don't know. Jumping in,
0: met my wife on Minecraft. Drunk Minecraft where my career started was Minecraft. Minecraft's always meant a lot to me. Used to spend hours and hours and hours a day playing. And on top of that, Molly and I have a vinyl of Minecraft music (laughs) because it just means so much to us. So there are certain songs on there that we hear. and It's like super nostalgic for us. Almost like hearing your wedding song. That's adorable.
1: Wow. There's eight seconds, Bob. Do you want a rebuttal?
2: And that's a very cute personal story and that's a very personal meaning to you. But I would say objectively, there is much better video game music. It's meh. (laughs) Oh, that's totally fair. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Wade for the
1: beautiful person. I, I didn't know they even had a vinyl of that music. That is interesting.
2: I didn't know that either.
0: I think there's two, we own one of the two. Here. Yeah.
1: I think the big qualifier is that like they said, it was like terrible. And I don't agree that it's terrible because what I like about it isn't the musicality of it. It's the connection to the world and my personal experiences. And I think that's what gives anything meaning and any kind of art meaning is how you can see yourself and what it is. Um. So that sense of loneliness, that it brings when you first opened up minecraft and like you hear this yeah. like, really soft music i i
0: that's why i like it but it's again skyrim's voice you know or, or audio track skyrim has some great music and stuff oh, but yeah, it's But it stands up on its own for what it is yeah
1: i was gonna give bob the point just for mentioning doom until you wade you had all those personal connections to it
2: ah oh, kiss mark's ass and everything
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it was uh, like hey hey you mentioned doom i know you like doom
0: come on that's right i got married just for this point thanks man
1: All right, so this one, uh, like, I'll actually will not do a speed one because I think it's just such a fascinating take. It's not the most highly rated, but I think it's, like, it is just such a hill to die on for this person. I'm excited. Quote, tattoos and piercings are a clear sign of instability. What the? Whenever I... (laughs) Sorry, I thought you were done. Continue. No, no, no. Whenever I see someone who has them, it's obvious to me that they either lack the cognitive power to understand the gravity of the decision they made, or they have some kind of body image issue.
0: Okay. I am not a person who would ever really get a tattoo or a piercing probably, like it's just not for me. Hmm. That being said, that's just because I don't think it's for me. I think there are people that rock some pretty awesome tattoos and piercings and there are people that don't have any that look just fine. It's a personal choice and I think that a lot of thought probably goes into it, one, because it's gonna be on the person forever and two, the amount of money it costs to get that kind of stuff done, especially like good tattoos and stuff, it's crazy how expensive that stuff can be. Oh yeah. So I disagree fundamentally with all of that.
2: Ooh, 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 I'm seething. I'm <laughs> seething cuz this ties back to that thing I was ranting about earlier. But I will say before I get into my super angry rant that's inevitably going to uh. come on this one. This has such strong like nosy mom on the parent-teacher council, like bored housewife getting into people's business, talking shit about things she doesn't understand energy, like Midwestern, just the worst, like most Kareny, nosy person, judgy like stereotype you could imagine. This is such that energy. Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to this person, but there are tons of people who are just covered in tattoos and piercings and body modifications of whatever sort who are smarter than them, much more successful, probably, you know, achieve their dreams before they ever could, and they'll never achieve them. And then this person who's all tatted up and just disgusting looking is living the the dream of this person who's judgy and shitty. Like, I hate to break it to you, judgmental douchebag person, but like, where do you get off? (laughs) part of this has got to be like societal
0: expectation and presentation because like there are doctors judges lawyers probably presidents that have tattoos I don't I don't know of any off the top of my head but like I'm I, not pre- president specifically I mean but like doctors and stuff that get tattoos are expected to wear like long sleeves and like I remember whenever I was working in the medical industry it's like we were allowed to have tattoos and piercings but they had to be covered while we were at work because it wasn't the professional look which is a very dated opinion I think mm-hmm. because I think baseline a lot of people assume that if you get tattoos you're i don't know some poor biker gang member or something whereas if you're working in a professional industry your body will be pure and all that bullshit so i think a lot of that is just like i don't know uh, expectation it's it's some stupid being passed along to us from like generations before
2: that's not an opinion based in fact all those rules exist because this person who left this comment exists if you're (laughs) a doctor and you run your own practice uh, you can do whatever you want like i'm sure that there are doctors with kinds of cool body modifications that are out there that are running their own practice and are like I don't give a fuck if you think I'm professional or not professional. I'm going to look how I want to look. I'm still a good doctor. If that bothers you, go somewhere else. If you're a doctor and you work at a hospital, like it's complicated because you are representing the institution or you're representing someone else who's maybe in charge of the practice, like sure. The only reason that exists is because there are people who are like exactly like you're saying, Wade, who if you walked into a doctor's office and your doctor has a nose piercing there are people who would be like, ah Give me a real doctor. You know, it was this like the janitor. You can't be a doctor. That's such judgmental shit. And I'm getting into the anger, tapping into it. All right, all right. it. Why it's can't people a... look how they want to look? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? It's okay, Bob. It's okay, Bob. If you got
0: a tattoo on your arm, you could have damaged some of the nerves. Maybe you can't perform brain surgery as well now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And like, I, I guess for context, I should say I have no tattoos of any sort, precincts or anything. I intend to get. A very specific tattoo. I intend to get a tattoo of Lexi's paw print because she is the first dog. Uh, we had childhood dogs but Lexi's the first dog that was like mine and Mandy's and she's our little baby. But that's not, you know, it's going to be somewhere private. It's for me basically. Uh, so I'm not like in the community but like this is a- the same energy as people who are like adults can't like cartoons. There shouldn't be cartoons for adults. You're supposed to be an adult. Yeah. You can't have a tattoo. Guess what? Having a tattoo has no effect on how smart and successful and together you are. Sure some people who have tattoos have had troubled pasts. Maybe they have tattoos because it's part of how they deal with what has happened to them or how they deal with living in their skin because you don't know what they've been through. But that's not your fucking business, is it? Yep. Are they a good
0: doctor? Should we all three go out and get the distractable like logo on our back? No, I'm okay. All right. Thank
1: you very much. All right. That'll close out that one. I want forehead distractable tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Bob will get the point. I'm changing the subject (laughs) immediately now. There's actually a second part that they wrote there that I think is so funny because of what you guys said is the second half of this pair of this two paragraph statement is I don't object to them for any religious reason. I don't hate people who have them, nor do I judge them for it. And in the immediate next sentence, it just seems obvious to me that no matter their personal justification, it's about changing their body to feel like they're in control, the same way people get addicted to plastic surgery. Hmm. Interesting.
2: Somebody needs a dictionary for Christmas. Yeah. Now, I, I do want
1: to also say, please don't go to the subreddit and give these people shit for these opinions. We're making fun of this because, you know, this is what we ask for and, and we disagree, but we want to hear things like this. Like It's okay that they said it. Like, morally, there's a debate to be had, but don't go attacking anybody for this. This is what we asked for.
0: They might think that judgment is like a verbal, like you know, like saying something about it or like verbally disclosing that they judge it or something.
2: That they wouldn't express it to the person with tattoos means that they are not judging them even if they are mm. thinking this exact very judgmental thought in their head.
0: Yeah. I mean it could be their that
2: interpretation of judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I do I'm curious, Mark, because you have it pulled up. Yeah. Is there like discussion on this one? Are the people oh, respond? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Because sure. I, I do wish that This is another pet peeve for me. I hope the discussion is civil. I hope that all of you on the internet know that if someone posts something like this in a place where you exist and you see it, and you might react like I did where I was like, ooh, that makes me angry. I would never come at them and be like, you're an idiot, those are a terrible take. You're a bad person. That's really equally unproductive. I'm going
0: to imagine what three replies look like. One reply, actual discourse like we had about tattoos and why they're okay. Another reply, LMAO, what a shit take. Huh. Third reply, fuck this person. Fourth reply, um, no. Fifth reply, another good discussion that actually has some other replies to it. Am I close? Uh, you're pretty close, yeah. Except
1: you, uh, you didn't include the- I know, the internet! The antagonistic replies from the original
2: poster. There were some of those. Oh, good. Well, so they're learning their lesson. Uh, No, antagonistic. Oh, yeah, well, uh, does anyone like that ever learn? I don't know. I've never seen it. Probably not. All right, so- Be civil, people. Be civil. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I have an announcement. It is all tied up. Shit. Wade has five points, Bob has five points. I have one last hill that we're going to discuss and I'm gonna keep it brief. We're gonna keep it brief. Okay. Okay. It's just like whoever, I I won't even give a criteria. I'll just read it and you guys go and then I'll give a point. Quote, the acronym G-I-F. It is pronounced GIF, like the peanut butter brand. The inventor of the format says it is pronounced GIF, end of discussion, end quote, go. It's GIF. It's GIF. <laughs>
2: Sorry, excuse my interruption. Please continue. I say GIF because I read it, but I also say fill it because that's how English people pronounce the word fillet. The fact that I don't know how to pronounce something does not change the origin of the word or the intended pronunciation. You could argue that colloquial usage can modify how a word is technically pronounced, that people will adopt language and change it, and that it's by and large pronounced gif by most people, Mm -hmm. including myself, and that if it's so widely used, then that basically becomes the reality. But if the man who invented the file format and came up with the nomenclature and invented the word and invented the .gif, all that shit, and he was like, it's Jif, you know, like giraffe, or gin. That's an English pronunciation of those letters. I choose that. Then that's how it's supposed to be pronounced, until I hear otherwise from some sort of linguistical expert. It's supposed to be pronounced Jif, whether or not we all pronounce it that way. It's Jif. I argue
0: that the colloquial usage has uh, changed the <laughs> pronunciation. Plus, gif sounds better, and I think the the guy who came up with it, girl, whoever, whoever came up with it, I don't know who came up with it, I think that uh, they just really wanted some fucking peanut butter, so we should all the st- them some gif peanut butter so that way they can have their jif and then they can understand that gif is how gif should be pronounced if they ever learn the english
2: language so uh thank you for your time all right you drink a lot of gin (laughs) see a lot of giraffes at the zoo all right yeah dude so you eat a lot of ginger in your asian food i I have a dog named ginger (laughs) oh i love ginger i hope i hope she's feeling better ginger's a great dog yeah i'm glad you pronounce her name correctly
1: (laughs) (laughs) i am giving the point to bob And it's not necessarily because I pronounce it GIF. I pronounce it GIF and will probably pronounce it GIF to the end of my days. Because it's correct. Buddy has an incredible point with, number one, the other alternative spellings and pronunciations of things like giraffe and ginger uh, and things like that. But also just the inventor of the format. And this is said in the original statement, the inventor of the format does say that it is pronounced GIF. Therefore, it is colloquially accepted and we can. All take that for ourselves and be like, no, nah, it's Giffen, you're wrong. We don't care if you made it. That's kind of a dickish way to look at it, even if it's the way that I currently look at it. I think that's a fantastic hill to die on. I think Bob's point about it is interesting. Therefore, he gets the point and I declare
0: Bob the winner.
2: Suck it, bitches!
0: Fine, my last words is the I losers. Everyone go to store.distractfulpodcast.som Dr. <laughs>
2: What the heck?
0: Yeah, C-O-M, <laughs> uh, SOM. That's, all right. You know, like cynical,
1: C. So all. So. All right, okay, Wade. Uh, Will, please silence Wade for the rest of the episode. EQ him down so only the low end is heard as if he's behind a wall. <laughs> 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 all right, thank you, Wade. You keep shouting into the void over there. All right, so Bob, congratulations on winning. Uh, it was a tough battle. It was real back and forth there. I thought Wade was going to pull forward, but apparently, uh, he did not. I'm the real winner. Would you like to say anything?
2: Uh, It feels good. It feels good. As the nice one of the group, I'm going to accept my win graciously. Yeah, Wade put up a good fight. I I pulled out ahead early, and he came back strong. I was afraid there. I thought he had me, but it's a good it's a good it's a good fight uh we both earned our points the hard way and uh you gotta feel good about that you know you went on a shield
1: that's true that's 100 true so thank
2: you everybody at home
1: for listening remember we have a merch shop it's store.distractablepodcast.com if you don't know how to spell distractible at this point you haven't been listening to the show awesome. my name is mark blyer you can find me on the internet wade is available at lord minion 777 or minion 777 bob available at Myskerm. you can find him all over the internet thank you again and thank. you always to our lovely intro voiceover god, Voldemort for providing the incredible intro in every episode. Thank you.
0: I'll be back, bitches! Podcast
1: out.